Hey y'all, what's up? This is your girl, Dr. B. Bellamy. Welcome to Sunday Dinners, a conversation series about our understanding of God, love, mental health, and all those things in between, honey. I don't want to take up too much of your time, so let's just hop right in. For a while now, it's always been about liberation for me. It's been about freedom. It's been about discovering in which ways my very human ways of being have been trapped in some sort of traditional or historical bondage and learning how in God, in the fullness of God, how to break free in order to live and experience my life fully in the way God has ultimately designed it. I've been learning how to break free from limitations imposed on me by systems, by family, and those posed as my friends. I've been learning how to break free from my self-imposed limitations or insecurities. I've been learning to walk deeply in a state of self-awareness, learning how to call upon the Holy Spirit to steady my footing. But it's been hard, (laughs) y'all. It's been a hard, arduous, continuous journey filled with peaks and valleys. Sometimes it feels like it's been more valleys than peaks. And nevertheless, this journey towards freedom causes me to press on. But also, in all of my effort to keep going, I've learned the value of rest. Resting in the face of opposition. Resting because ultimately I would lose my life if I did not. Resting because God told me so. Resting because also God rested. I've learned that resting is also a form of obedience. So that's what we'll get into tonight, y'all. Rest. I hope you enjoy. Take a wild guess and tell me what you think the first question I was asked when I announced that I successfully defended my dissertation. Now, if you've been following me for a minute, you probably know what it is. But if you've guessed, so what are you going to do now, Brittany? You're right. (laughs) But yes, I would say about like 85 to 90 percent of the questions I received uh, was that question that I'm sure also held the silent expectation that I was going to say, I'm now going to save the world like the world expects black women to do or that I'm running for president of the United States. Like it was just... (laughs) And in the same time, like, why do people think that I should now take something else on now that I'm finished? It was hard to not become annoyed by this question. And I understood that no one truly knew what I had gone through over the past four and a half years. I understood that everyone didn't understand the tenacity and the level of focus and dedication and discipline and achievement of this magnitude took But I was still like, y'all, I literally just finished working. Allow me time to rest. 
But I also became annoyed because that's what this society pushes. This society pushes us to, like, you know, to collectively to keep going, don't stop, rest is for the dead, etc. Get to the bag, like, come on. <laughs> and the only thing that I wanted at the end of this academic journey was to rest. I wanted to go on a solo trip and have time to commune with God. I just needed that time. But I had people near and far shame the notion of rest and say, no, the real work starts now. You can't rest for long. We need you. Y'all, I am not God. And I'm not the one he sent to save us. Jesus has already been there, done that. Okay. And I know people meant well. I know they do. I know they meant well, but (laughs) y'all, I thank God because I know I have to answer to him and him alone. And what I wanted to say in response to everyone was not of him. But let me tell you how I came to understand and value rest for what I know it to be now and why I pushed back so hard when others insist that I do the opposite. So I came to understand the necessity of rest a couple of years ago um, when I found myself in a state of full-blown exhaustion. Isn't that when we normally start learning lessons? when our worlds crumple. (laughs) But yeah, I was holistically exhausted. Exhaustion entered my veins. It entered my lungs. It entered every muscle of my body, my brain. I mean, I was done. I hit the ultimate wall. And honestly, I didn't know then how I was going to recover. Now, later, I would only find out that this current level of exhaustion only prepared me for a heavier period of time that came just a couple of years later. God uses everything, okay? (laughs) Nothing goes to waste. (laughs) But anyway, during that time, I was hired to lead a team charged with managing the executive communications for our senior leaders. And when introduced at this opportunity, I accepted it bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, ready to work. I even had to relocate for the job, and I did that. But little did I know the devils that were waiting to kill, steal, and destroy me and my faith. This was a time where I was met with the complexities of not only being the youngest in an executive leadership role, but also a black woman. See, my career spanning well over a decade, including my time prior to joining my current organization, has been encompassed by politics, and I mean heavy politics. I learned as I went on about political savvy, how to play the game, so to speak, and I learned how to sort of play that game without losing my integrity. I came very close. (laughs) So I knew that's what I was walking into when I accepted this role, but honey, I had never experienced this devil before. I was surrounded by men who violently and egregiously discounted, dismissed, and disrespected women, especially women of color, Even though the ones I was most disappointed in were the men of color I was charged to protect and work for and the black women who were just as cutthroat as the men, just so they all could have a seat at this so-called table. Now, despite all that, I did my job and I did it exceptionally well. I worked nonstop, around the clock, seven days a week, while also in my doctoral program, while also leading ministries at church while also trying to leave myself room for friends, 
or relationships. I was also doing all of this while in therapy, healing from abuse and prior relationships and estrangement from family while searching for my support base. This was a time when I felt I was almost eaten alive. There were times because I had not taken charge of my rest, because I did not value rest for what it truly is, my vision and my abilities to logically think became hazy. I began to lean on subconscious and some conscious survival techniques. I began to make decisions that only provided me temporary relief, but overall contributed to my exhaustion. It was literally a hell of a time. And you see, during this time, what I also learned is that when the devil can't touch you or your faith, he will get everyone else around you to get to you. So all of that was going on. Prior to this season in my life, I had experienced and kept experiencing situations that allowed me to learn to say, even in the depths of my despair, even when it hurt, I had learned to say out loud, I trust you, Lord. I trust you, Lord. And I had learned to say this while I was crying about a situation and in the middle of it, the Holy Spirit ministered to me and I said, I trust you, Lord. I just kept saying it. It was a moment of self-soothing at that point. So I had learned that prior. So I knew that during this time, I knew to at least say that even if nothing in my body or spirit felt it, I knew to use the energy I had left to utter those words. And in that instant, in the midst of my exhaustion from persecution and harassment at work, in the midst of self-blame, and I mean a lot of (laughs) self-blame, in the midst of the loss of those I once considered friends, in the midst of burnout, the Holy Spirit ministered to my soul and said, rest in me. And I broke down. It felt like in that moment, God gave me permission to break. And so I did. I let myself break because I could not hold myself together anymore. I was alone in my apartment in Virginia, crying, becoming completely undone, and I just let myself go. I closed both laptops because it was a time where I was switching from school to work, school to work, school to work. Um, I turned off my phones. I turned off all electronic devices, and I began my journey of resting. The Holy Spirit brought to my remembrance my favorite scriptures, Romans 8, 28, and Acts 17, 28, and I had no choice but to believe that regardless of the present circumstances, God only moves to protect and prosper me. So I felt safe in that moment. It's scary when you break down alone. You know, for me, it's a matter of, will I come out of this? Will I come out on the other side? Because there are no physical supports around you. But in that moment, I felt safe enough to break into God's arms. Also, because of the practice of therapy, and I will say Jesus and therapy all day long to the day I die. But because of therapy, At this moment, I was reminded to grab hold of my breathing. So I began to breathe, to breathe slowly and deeply. I began to slow my heart rate by grabbing control of my breath. 
and I just laid there. Breaking down in that way only amplified my need to prioritize my rest in every way, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So I began to make some decisions in faith, knowing that whatever I decide, God will be there. And if I make a decision that's not aligned with his will, he has always snatched me back in place. Okay, always. So my journey of prioritizing and protecting my rest started. I began to protect myself in those endeavors I knew God had me on, such as this doctoral program. I started reprioritizing exercise and improving my diet. And yes, you can still be unhealthy on a gluten-free restricted diet. I also took an inventory of what was important to me career-wise. And playing footsie with the devil wasn't it for me anymore. So I made the decision to step down. Now remember, I led a team and each of them also felt um, and experienced the toxicity from our senior leadership. And they all wanted to leave. So I helped secure them in other places. I trained up another team to take our place, and then I left. Given all of that, the rest I want to emphasize is my spiritual, mental, and emotional rest that came when I decided to break, trusting that God was there to catch me and put me back together. The rest I took hold of was the rest that came in my decision to fully trust God to carry me on his back no matter what. It was trusting And the belief and the rest that his word promises, I took hold of it, (laughs) y'all. It was literally all I had left. Amidst the heartbreak that surrounded me, God left me with him. God left me with his love and he carried me. Now, I (laughs) would go on to meet other devils of other forms along the way. My God, that's that's why I just I really don't see how we can move about this life without him, because the devil is as relentless as God. But God truly carries the power. The devil has to ask for his. He has to ask for permission. But I would go on to encounter other challenges in my life, which all were opportunities to lean even more deeper into Christ, to keep my ear to his word, to be vigilant and to be ever so prayerful. I met other obstacles along the way that would remind me to keep my head down, stay focused, and finish my assignment. And throughout it all, God gave me the strength to finish the program. He gave me the focus to finish the mission. But now, considering all things, your girl is tired. So yes, I'm still in my resting season. In the sense that I'm allowing myself the time and space to heal up spiritually to heal up mentally, to heal up emotionally. And that will look different for me from day to day. I'm learning that rest also means to work. Work on myself, work in managing my intrusive thoughts, pay attention to my body when it reaches its limit for the day. Resting when you're not completely used to it can take work. I may have finished and I'm now Dr. Bellamy, which I'm so proud of, but I didn't finish unscathed and I thank God for granting me time and space to heal up and grow into this next version of myself that I'll need to take on the next assignment. So I want to ask you, in what ways do you need to rest and what ways are you at or beyond your limit and what ways are you exhausted? Are you exhausted spiritually, mentally, Physically, emotionally, are you exhausted in all ways? 
I want to remind you that God grants each of us rest. God grants us the opportunity to rest freely in him. Resting is a form of obedience and let no one condemn you for it. Now, let me tell you, my decision to rest costed me a few things. It costed me a seat at the table in my organization. It costed me relationships. It costed me a status that was draped in some sort of ego. But I gained peace. You can't put a price on peace or anything else I gained. The seat at the table was (laughs) surrounded by toxicity and corporate abuse. Those friends condemned me and my academic pursuits. So the loss was ultimately good. But my point is, take your rest knowing that you're resting and stepping towards and into him. Take your rest knowing that God has freely granted you the, the right to step away from those worldly things so you can step towards him. Rest knowing that it is ultimately your birthright. Let things fall where they may so that you will know what's worth saving and what's worth the loss. And you, my dear, are worth saving. I hope you rest well tonight. I'm in this walk with you. We'll talk soon.